what is going on, fellow chatters. Today on the show, I get a chance to chat with indie wrestler, the night train, Justin Sane. We chat about what he's been doing to keep himself busy and stay in shape during the quarantine, as well as what's been going on in the world socially. The coffee that is long for the ride today is homebrewed. And now, here's my chat with Justin. How are things, Justin? Things are doing as good as it can to be, I guess, during all this. I, I just can imagine. I mean, it's been forever since the last time I saw you perform, and I'm sure it's been forever since you've actually performed. Yeah, March. I can believe March <laughs> 13th is well, probably my last match. Yeah, because you were up in, uh, what, Peterborough, weren't you? Uh, I believe it was um, Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton. Okay, okay. Hamilton. Uh, I think there's one more yeah. after that. I literally it's haven't even so opened up. Nah, I literally haven't even opened up the calendar like in a month. I'm just like, oh, uh, why am I looking at my next shows coming up? Cause, like, uh, in my heart, I believe there's gonna be like nothing I just, for, like the, for the rest of the year. I hope I'm wrong. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, right now it's it's. I mean, thankfully though, like Ontario is doing really well. So hopefully, uh, we can get back to sort of somewhat of having a little bit of entertainment. Yep. Hopefully it's great. Like uh, it's great to see you guys interacting on Twitter, uh, throwing up uh, your, your zoom videos and whatnot. But I mean, there's nothing like having you guys perform in front of us. Oh yeah. It's, it's totally different. Yeah. March 8th was my last match in Hamilton, HWE. So yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh man so what have you been doing like keeping yourself busy uh so well now that it's nicer outside so obviously like i i'm a personal trainer so i, I train people at, at a studio private business and um pretty much we have to close down so a lot of clients aren't working out right now so only only a handful are doing some Zoom sessions because it comes down to like having space and some people didn't have equipment and getting equipment now is freaking next to impossible or it's like super expensive. So now that it's nicer outside, some clients are now seeing outside, like just training them like outdoors, just pretty much trying to keep myself as busy as possible. So I'm just cooking, working out, trying to train people here and there, whether it's online with Zoom or training them outside now that it's nicer, but I really just can't wait till we can just open up the gym and I can just start seeing people in oh, person. Oh, I mean, I mean, I, I look back, I'm like, I'm trying to think the last time I actually saw one of my friends in person. I've talked to my neighbors, you know, I see people out when I go shopping, but I haven't actually seen one of my friends since before like middle of March. Yep, for sure. Yeah, because you guys for <laughs> sure had to like follow the strict rules, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. I, everyone, everyone had to, right? Yeah. Everyone had to. Well, I mean, it was. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It was. You know, it was good. It was. It wasn't too bad. Like it was. You know, you're. You know, you kind of get in your little cocoon, and you. You know, there was stuff on the TV to watch, and then all of a sudden you go, okay, now it's April, now it's May. Yeah. Yep. And and it's like, uh, why am I like, <laughs> I feel like I need to like do something. But thankfully, sure. like you, as you said, like the weather's nicer so we can get out to the trails and, you know, get out yeah. to the fresh air. I mean, I think that's what a lot of people just need is just to get out. It's not necessarily yeah, whether to go out and, and do something specific, but it's just to get out and actually see people. <laughs> yeah, that first month was the hardest month because like, 
everyone thought, oh, it's just a two-week thing. Like, we'll be back in two weeks. Like, it's just kind of like a long, longest vacation. So you're kind of just eating pizza every night, whatever, doing puzzles. <laughs> and then two weeks turned into three weeks. Then it turned into a month. Then it was six weeks. And it's two months. Now it's ten weeks. Now it's like three months. And it's like, okay. I'm oh. done being on vacation. Oh. I'm fucking over it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I, know <laughs> because, I know because it's like you, like my kids, you know, they got off school for March break and all of a sudden the word came down that school was canceled for two weeks after March break. Right. The longest those, summer vacation yeah, ever. And then those two weeks came <laughs> and then it was another month and then it was another month and all of a sudden we're planning my, 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 daughter's grade eight graduation in the backyard watching a tv oh, screen oh she had grade eight grad oh yeah. no at least it wasn't prom at least she didn't miss her prom no but they have all the like she missed her her grade eight uh, communion great nor grade right. eight trip or yeah her grade eight right. trip they were supposed to go to quebec city uh she missed like they had they would have uh the grade eights would put on this uh uh tribute the history of rock and roll performance she missed that. oh nice and she's been waiting for that forever so then obviously the grad yeah and then they yeah. have like you know the the monday uh, of graduation they'd had they have would have in the morning they would have a clap out so all the kids would be out in the hallway clapping them as they walked out nice like just there's a whole bunch of like little yeah. things that she's been waiting for that just won't happen and then, and then I look at her, well, well i hope you don't start high school in at home like i i don't know <laughs> i i like yeah that's crazy know. yeah i don't know what that's gonna be that's uh, different so, ball game yeah. so what is the, what is what's the feeling between like the other wrestlers that you're chatting with like what what are like the feeling like if you're going to get back like are things going to be different when you get back What's been um, the discussion? Honestly, like all of us just, we just can't wait to get back. And when we get back, we're going to come in, we're going to greet, shake hands. Like, like it's the business. Like, of course yeah. we can't wait to see the boys. Like yeah. as soon as like yeah. we get the green light, like I know me for a fact, like I'm a hundred percent down. I'm good. Like, obviously the promotion would have to follow the regulations because yeah. when sales do start up, I doubt it'll be, 500 people allowed in the venue yeah. they might have to cap it at 50 or 100 or whatever yeah. but i don't care how many people are there uh, i would just look to wrestle oh, no, so for sure yeah and i'm trying to keep ready yeah it's just i mean you you see like yeah wwe and aew and impact having their shows and it's yeah. like oh there is there is still like even with the the sort of empty stadium or even like throwing you know other workers into the crowd there still yeah. is that that sort of uh you know great atmosphere and sort of the need to to want to perform yes and it's it's a lot better than that and then just a little bit of extra people which is just probably like obviously other wrestlers yeah. make any not like tra trainees but yeah. like still it makes the world of a difference yeah yeah the crowd i mean or you can go the opposite way and be like the korean baseball league and just have stuffed animals in the crowd <laughs> with, with crowd noise. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> now, one of the reasons to have you on to talk is the, the protests that have been going on for the past 20 or so days. And it, I mean, they're still going to go on and I hope they go on. Um, 
and over the systemic racism that is still prolific uh, in a lot of the areas of society. And I know you uh, as a black athlete, I just couldn't imagine what you have gone through to to prove yourself. Yeah, I I feel like I never like obviously I feel like anyone like especially in this business like sure. everyone has everyone wants to prove themselves. So I I can thankfully say that not once in this business that I can think of at least because. Honestly, after 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 like a long time, like we've been dealing with this for so long, yeah. it be- oh, you yeah. just become numb to it, and it just ends up going over your head, like really bad jokes, which is bad, I guess, in a sense. Like this thing kind of like woke me up to a lot of things because after a while, you just a lot of things just kind of go over your head. But when I sit here and really think of it, I I can't say my color, like I can't say the color of my skin gauge my success in the industry. Well, I can't say that. At least that, I, not that I know of. And I feel like I didn't have to prove myself because I, of the I guess, I guess, I guess a little bit different because of maybe the associations that you wrestle for. Well, it's so diverse, and, right? Like the and, whole roster is so yeah. diverse. So I feel well, like it's like, the, the, you know, the main one that I, I know you from alpha one there, they are so welcoming to whoever, Yep. And so, and, and it doesn't matter. And that's what I like about it. Like, you know, you, 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 you cheer for the good guys, you cheer for the bad guys. Doesn't matter. Absolutely. And like the one thing, like there was only one time in my career of wrestling that I was actually just worried to be like a black wrestler just because of like mm. the situation, but I wanted to see it out. And see how it played out. Like obviously, there's there's many situations where like I would hear a fan say something that that could be at like any promotion. That's again, you ignore it, you get over it. Yeah. But that that's very like once in a blue moon you'll get that. Yeah. But um, especially up in Canada. But the only time I felt like uncomfortable and awkward was when um I was with I was with Alpha One and the storyline was we were going to be forming a group just <laughs> like a bunch of colored guys. Um, and we were called the Oppression. So obviously everyone in the group was black and like yeah. I have no beef with anyone. Like I was like, oh, this is like super, super cool. This would be really fun. I was like yeah. pumped for the idea. But I was just like, are some of the fans going to take this too far? Yeah. Are they gonna think that this is like a black supremacist kind of group? Are they gonna you know? So I, I didn't want to have to come out on my entrance and deal with a fan throwing a beer in my face or spitting in my face yeah. every single time. Once in a while, sure, absolutely get the reaction, but like yeah. Every single time, like I didn't want there to be like people waiting at my car. Like I was generally less like, ah, like are we gonna go there? But like, I'm like let's just see where it goes. Like obviously we were the heels, and then we obviously we did it. We did the whole shtick, and I can honestly say that the fans were great with it. Like obviously we were booed, but they're very, very humbling to the idea. In fact, they actually ended up cheering us kind of further on as we got more and more like known at Alpha One because that was where the group was at Alpha One. But like, I, for that moment, I was kind of nervous about it, but it actually worked out fine because, like, obviously, we were lucky to just have, like, such a good crowd and yeah. off one of those such supporting fans. Everyone's great. So they just they understood the storyline. They yeah. got it. They knew, like, it, it, it's just wrestling, right? Like, we're not actually walking around, like, you know, like, it's it was great. Yeah, and I think that's the difference if, you know, if the fans partake in the storyline and know where that line is then it's great and i can i could just imagine like you know is it is it something that you know 
do I do or don't do? And and you gotta yeah. you know you gotta sort of you gotta know the decide, where and when. Yeah, and you gotta decide for yourself: is it worth it? Too. Like for example, if it was somewhere in the states that they wanted yeah. that kind of thing to go, like say like Nashville or something, I'd yeah. be like, nah, yeah. I don't feel comfortable. Oh, for that. sure, not but a I, chance. But I also think it's a difference between twenty twenty. Am I allowed to say that? Um, a difference between twenty twenty and nineteen eighty as well in fans understanding what wrestling really is. Yes. And I think that would make a big difference because I couldn't imagine, you know, trying something like that back in the 80s when even the good guys had batteries thrown at them. Yep. <laughs> so, yep, I, yep. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I mean, as I said, though, like, I, I just, I mean, it's crazy to think, like, uh, you know, maybe from the 60s, every 20 or 30 years, this it just explodes but nothing gets done nothing you know gets you know accomplished or nothing has sort of uh, a step in the right direction because I remember you know growing up listening to the lyrics of you know the rappers and what they went through every day and even the movies seeing you know like do the right thing or boys in the hood those issues yeah, seem yeah. to be still present to this day and it's and it just it blows my mind that nobody said hey let's stop this now and that's oh, yeah, kind of sure. what is happening right now is people are saying no this is enough yeah you, you can only poke the bear for you're going to poke the bear for so long you know oh i know and and, it's, and it just it, i don't know it's it's really weird and i it, i'm kind of like it's hard for me to see like how one side is and how the other side is um, yeah. because I, I grew up in, in a small town in Ontario and we had minorities, but they were my friends. We never looked at them as being from a different country. Yeah. They were from my town. They were my, like, you know, we had, you know, I mean, growing up small town, Hey, we had the stereotype, you know, we had, you know, the 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 Asian family had the Chinese food place. Yeah. The Greeks had the restaurants, and that's how we grew up. But they were our friends. And, of course. And so it's hard for me to because you grew up around it, which yeah, is completely normal. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's hard for me to see how somebody can look at somebody different just because of how they look, or where the, or where you know where their family is from, quote unquote. Oh, for sure. And like generally, like when I like, if you see someone who's like that, like who's racist, there's like a 99.9% .9 chance that either their parents oh. or their grandparents, yeah. like it, it, it came, it, it's, 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 it's taught, right? Like yeah. it comes down, like and it's up to them if like, hmm, they want to like portray this on my kid. So it's really, it's really up to them if they want to just, like, heck, oh. you don't even have to teach it. Just yeah. maybe just teach them to just be good general, yeah. just be good people in general. Like yeah. you don't, I don't know. Like I don't have any kids, so I don't, get it exactly but like i don't know i i'll be trying my damn hardest to just teach them to be fair to everybody oh you know? yes everybody, and, like just treat them how you want to be yeah, treated even like, like even my my 13 year old daughter is just like i i don't understand it i don't know how you can say those things to people and it's good that she has that you know that outlook where she is nice to everyone yeah and 
you know, I, I kind of sort of like, yeah, I, I, I think I did good. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. And so I don't know, as I say, and I think it goes to say, you know, what needs to be done and who is the one to do it. And I think it's it, a lot of it is, I really think a lot of it is athletes need to be the voice because athletes, entertainers need to be the voice because those who are a lot of kids look up to. Yeah. But then you go back to Colin Kaepernick, right? Yeah. The guy did a silent protest and lost everything. So oh, no, for sure. And it's, it's uh, that, tough. So, that, like it's, it's tough. See, that blows my mind because it's just, you have, you know, and that's a whole other issue, but you have NFL owners who do anything to win. They will hire people who've murdered people in order to win. Oh yeah. And somehow they didn't that like there was uh Colin Kaepernick wasn't better than half the quarterbacks in the NFL over the last three years, four years. So the, the, see, that blows my mind. And now they're like, well, hopefully one of you teams can hire them. I'm like, you're the one that told the NFL owners not to hire them. So <laughs> Seriously, which makes like no sense. Oh, like exactly. after all this, yeah. <laughs> after all this, it would make no sense why he wouldn't be allowed to come back. But I don't even think he wants to come back anyways. Well, yeah, I, as I said, though, like it, it's, it's, it's frustrating for me. I just can't imagine ones who go through it. Yeah, and so that's and that's my piece. I I I I, I you know it's great to hear you know somebody like, who somebody who who you know I don't know if you've gone through it outside of wrestling, of course. but you of course. know like it's good to hear from from someone that I know and you know have you know a, a decent relationship with. Like every time I see you at at wrestling, it's hey, what's up? How you doing? And you entertain me. <laughs> of course but not like I, of course I've been, I've been through it yeah. for sure but um no like not, nothing's more frustrating than when like obviously like we're taught like hey if something's not right or if something bothers you stick up for yourself or use your words talk like talk about it and then all this bullcrap happens and like there, there's been so many situations I've been in where I've used my words or I'd be sticking up for somebody else and I'm not part of the situation at all. And then it all just backfires on me. And then I'm the guy in handcuffs getting questioned. Like it's, it's absolutely crazy. So then after going through that so many times, there came a point and I, I, I feel terrible saying it, but um, there came a point where I was just like, you know what? If I see someone getting the crap kicked out of them on the side of the street by 10 guys, I'm just going to keep walking mm -hmm. because I've been that freaking guy who has stopped before to help a girl who was getting physically abused by her boyfriend and cops came. Meanwhile, they both had to leave. And again, I was the one in handcuffs getting questioned. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, nope, don't care. I'm like, if yeah. I see any violence to anyone or whatever, I'm fucking minding my own business yeah. because I'm going to be the one who gets arrested. Unless it's like against a child. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Anyone else? I just mind my business now. And which is crazy because bullshit. Which is crazy because like you are a nice guy and a chill guy from you know outside outside of your character. You're a chill guy. Absolutely, 
like ah yeah it's just it's just crazy yeah. like obviously now like there's just so many situations where I've literally just like after so many things have happened, I've just ignored them and like yeah. thinking about it now, I feel terrible. But ninety percent of the time, when I would address a situation or try and help, it always just backfired on me, yeah. or I was like, the bad guy, and I'm just like, hmm, I'm just gonna avoid it altogether now. So it, it, it's tough. Oh, I yeah, but, I I just I yeah, as I said, I don't know that feeling, so you know. To hear from you, it's like, Phew. wow, I just couldn't imagine, like, having those thoughts in my head all the time. And But anyways, to break the mood, what is Justin doing to sort of get yourself ready for ring time? Well, as you heard, like, the gyms are closed. So I have a stack of dumbbells at home. I have a yoga mat. I have an ab roller and some sandbags and some kettlebells. And I literally have like a binder filled. Like every morning I wake up and I just write out two workouts. And I've just been crushing full body exercises, isolated exercises with just dumbbells and my body weight. So I have to pretty much go back to the basics. It's not the same as going like with the heavy, heavy weights, but... I am getting stronger in the weaker areas, which is funny because I'm using like the smaller muscles. So I'm forced yeah. to use my core a lot more now. So actually going back to the beginning, like the basics has actually helped. So like a lot of my injuries have been feeling a lot better. My cardio is doing great. So I'm not worried about getting blown up in the ring or anything like that. When I go back to wrestling, that, that was what I was going to ask is what is that? <laughs> like first uh, time you get, no, no, when you get whipped into, hurt. into the ropes, like, like the, the bumps and the chops are gonna kill me, but <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about being blown up or hitting the ropes. I'm, I'm pretty calm. I think my cardio has actually been better since quarantine. I, I think that's what, like, that was my next question is, is, um, for those who haven't seen Justin in the ring, one of your greatest attributes is getting chopped. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's an attribute. And so do you have a machine at home that you practice that since, you know, you haven't been in a ring in a while? Oh, for, for chops? A chop machine. Is there a chop <laughs> Not machine? at all. So that first one's going to just knock me out. But I, I cannot wait. I was actually having, I had my fiance actually, Kim. Yeah. I, I had her give me a couple of chops. Yeah. I'm like, okay, can you just like slam me right here really hard? So, but she goes, I don't want to hurt you. I'm like, have trust you, have me. You, have you, you seen won't me hurt me. I'm like, I'm like, Bigger people have chopped me. Like, let's go. But she just doesn't have the heart to do it. She's like, slap me as hard. It's like, oh, uh, I, you just, you just miss kind of feeling beat like, up, hurt a little bit, yeah. as bad as it sounds. Like, oh. I don't know. Just oh. means you're alive. Oh, I get that. When I was younger and, you know, more in shape, uh, you know, playing hockey, it didn't feel like I played a good game unless I had some sort of pain somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Not injury, but pain. Yeah, it's just, just, just so you can feel it. You know it's there. It's yep. like, okay, cool. And you know you did a good job. Yeah, like I, I, I miss that feeling. Yeah. Like that feeling of like a good match next day, just a little sore, banged up, whatever. I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, uh, I, I can't wait to when we can go and I can watch you and, you know, actually see you in person and give you a elbow bump, I guess. 
I'll bring some beers. Oh, I've, yes. I've been keeping up with my craft beer drinking. Well, that's good. Every, every Saturday. Saturday's beer that's drinking good. day, so we can still go and grab some beers. To yes, <laughs> yes. And, and, and uh, I've gotten into a little bit of the White Claw. Oh, oh, I'm, okay. Are, are they good? You like oh, them? Oh, yes. If you if you like, you have to like uh, Club Soda Seltzer Water. Okay. To really like them. But if you like that, uh, they're really good because they're not, uh, they're not heavy. They're it's all like it's fresh ingredients. So it's not, there's like, you know, uh, very minimal calories. So. Okay. Just, Cause I've seen them. Yeah. I've just oh, never, yeah, they're, no, they're, 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 they're delicious and you know, and I have to thank Alley Cat and, and you know, a few other people for, you know, showing the way, but. All right. <laughs> You have to try that out. The White Claw. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. But before I let you go, where can people find you on the internets? Um, people can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Just Insane Train. Um, I have a Facebook fan page, The Night Train Just Insane. I'm pretty sure if you just type in The Night Train Just Insane in Google, all my stuff will just pop up. You'll find me. And Facebook, Justin Ellis. Perfect. Anyways, thank you very much for uh, coming on and chatting with me about Thanks for having me, man. you know what's been going on, uh, pandemic-wise, and, and and the racial issue that is is hopefully coming to that peak, and just we can, you know, get rid of it. It's a well, start. It is. It is a start. Uh, once this is over and done with, and you're back in the ring, I want you back on the show so we can chat about that. You know, first little glimpse of 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 uh, fan interaction. Absolutely, I can't wait. Okay. Looking forward to it. Always down to chat. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Awesome. Man. Take care, Jason. I would like to thank Justin for chatting with me, and thanks to you for tuning in. And you can contact me on Twitter at Jason Perry. That's at Jason P E R R I R, and use the hashtag Chance to Chat with if there's someone who you want me to chat with. Until we chat again, I'm out.